Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. What's up? What's up? Welcome in. It is Fantasy Forecast here on 98.7 ESPN. Um, If you went up against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in your fantasy league last night, like you went up against both of them on the same team like I did in two of my playoffs, yeah, you know that you need a miracle Sunday. Uh, it is Christmas. It is the holidays. So hopefully uh, hopefully that'll pay off. Ty Butler is producing the show. Good morning, Ty. Good morning. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, hope everybody had a great holiday. I hope you did as well, Ty, with your new Bambino and your uh, your beautiful family. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Very blessed. Highly favored. Uh, yes, we did enjoy Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Uh, took it easy. Watched some 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 football and basketball. So a very uh, unique experience for all the sports fans. Yesterday, you get five NBA games and two NFL games on at the same time. So that that was fun to uh, fun to delve into yesterday. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it is fun when uh, Christmas holiday uh, lands on on a Saturday or a Sunday, and you you do get to mix in the NFL along with the NBA. Hopefully, you've got some kind of chick cave, man cave, something like that, where you've got multiple TVs going because you definitely needed that yesterday. Um, a lot to get to as always. I like to kind of break down the show for you the next few hours. So, fantasy forecast. I understand it is week sixteen of the fantasy football season, which means that uh, you either won in advanced, and uh, so you're listening to the show because you need some advice in, in regard to how to win this week to advance to your Super Bowl of fantasy football, right? Your finals, your championship, which this season is in week seventeen. Um, or maybe you lost and you want to play some DFS today so you're looking for some nuggets maybe some sleepers some maybe some guys that are flying low on under the radar that you could utilize in some of your dfs lineups uh, that's what we're here for 800-919-3776 the phone number you want to get in that's the number to do so we had two games that played last night as always let's look back um before we look forward i want to bring them up so we could bring up the stat line like i said ty so um again as, as folks who listen to the show know that uh I play in twelve fantasy leagues, um, and it's not like I'm. Which I'm is trying... insane, by the way. It's, I, I it's, know, but we always, but we have this conversation, and folks that might be listening for the first time, uh, I know I'm going to date myself here, but I've been playing fantasy football since 1988. I was dating this guy in college, and uh, I was not a that freshman. Long ago. I okay, and I was a freshman in college, and he said, uh, "Hey, listen, um, I've got a fantasy football draft tonight. My RA, you know what an RA is." Yes. Okay. I wasn't right. oh, Were you? Oh, that does not surprise me. Did you allow people to put towels underneath On their the doors? Or side. were you? So we had we, like the, the you, academic wait, t- side of an, of, of an RA. So I was on the uh, academic team. I don't I know worked, what that means. What do you mean the academic side of an RA? Well, I what does that on, mean? I worked on the staff with the RAs. Um, I was an academic team leader. So, you know, they were the ones who were, quote unquote, the cops of the residence halls. I was the one who helped. Uh, students make their schedules and and map their map their college careers out. So I worked on the staff with the RAs. Well, that's nice. Um, I, okay, I, the, the RA I'm talking about is the one that uh, yeah. you're on. You're on the cool floor where he allows you to put a towel underneath the door when you want to do something that maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> or he's the one that uh, polices yes. the, the, the hallways to say, "Hey, what's going on in here?" So anyway, 
Uh, <laughs> hopefully you would have been the cool RA, but nonetheless. So, so this guy I was dating says, I'm going to a fantasy football. And I said, what's a fantasy football draft? What is that? And uh, he said, we, it's, it's me and 11 other guys and we pick players from teams. And then, um, and then we, we have the players for the remainder of the season. We see how they play out. And as well as they do, we win. And I said, Oh, I want to, I, can I come? Like, I'll sit in the back. I won't say anything. I'll be really quiet. I'll just watch. And he was just like, I don't think any other girls are coming. I'm like, okay, you can be the first or you could be the only. Let me come. And he said, okay, okay. So I came and I sat in the back and I watched like the first few rounds go. And then he started to struggle with players to draft. And I like inched my way up to sit next to him and I took over his draft <laughs> and that was it a monster was born and uh, that's how I learned about fantasy football and here's another thing again I feel like I'm my grandparents saying when I was a kid I used to walk 10 miles to school every day but when I was <laughs> when I started playing fantasy football there was no internet algorithm site that would host our leagues what would happen was on Monday mornings, the USA Today would be delivered to our dorm and we would immediately run, pick up the paper, go to the back page of the sports section where they would have all the statistics. And Ty, you would sit there with a calculator and you would add up, you would add up your, your scores, you know? And then... Sounds like a miserable experience. Oh, are you kidding? Like, oh, we, couldn't, we couldn't wait for the USA Today to be delivered. Like, we couldn't wait to like get up in our dorm and like look at the stats and you know so there was no direct tv there was no red zone there was no nfl ticket so like so again i just share that story just to say like i've been playing fantasy football for a long time and i've been in these leagues for like do you remember the best damn sports show period when it first launched yeah um so i was a part of their original fantasy football league so uh so I, I mean, so I've been playing in these leagues for a long time. It's hard. It's hard to exit, you know, when you've got such history with 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 certain leagues, right? So anyway, long story short, I'm in twelve leagues. I made it to the playoffs in seven. I had a bye week in four. So um, um, I, I'm 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 active in in all of them in in the second in in the second week, and in two of them, Ty, I went up against Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams. Like how'd that work out for you? Yeah, I'm 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 behind. <laughs> I'm behind. So Aaron Rodgers, uh, 202 yards, three touchdowns, and of course uh, his main target, 13 targets for Devonte Adams last night. Ten receptions, 114 yards, and in two of the three touchdowns uh, went to Devonte Adams. So if you're like me, whether you went up against both of them or you're going up against one of them, you've got a, a, a tall mountain to climb. Now, um, Nick Chubb. Man, he he delivered for you as well. 17 carries. Uh, by the way, the over-under in carries for Nick Chubb last night was 18 and a half. He had 17. Can you believe that? I lost that bet because um, I had the over there. Um, 17 of, ran for 126 yards and a touchdown. Nobody really blew it up um, in, in the passing game. Baker Mayfield had four interceptions, so hopefully you didn't play Maker, Baker Mayfield in your fantasy team. That's for sure. I did have the Green Bay Packers defense. Um in one of my leagues. So that was nice. But, um, but so, so here's the other story, Ty. Now 
Um, so again, like I said, I I had, I had people over. So typically what I do for Christmas is Christmas Eve. I go out, I go into the city. I, I I go to this fabulous restaurant in the village called the Waverly Inn. It's my go-to, it's my staple, it's my Christmas Eve tradition and they're fabulous and it was awesome and it was amazing and it was all those wonderful things. And then on, on, on Christmas day, I host, I have people come over, gift exchange, blah, 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 blah. So I had a, a number of people over last night, all vaccinated. We were careful and um and i'm sure people out there going well it doesn't matter people are vaccinating or getting covid um so the first game ended and we're like maybe an hour and a half away from the second game now i have chase edmonds and james connor on my bench and i have to decide who to start i'm texting adam schefter i'm texting matthew barry i'm texting jason laconfora i'm texting the radio team of the Arizona Cardinals. I'm texting, um, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the guy who, and I and for the life of me, and I, I apologize, the guy who, who covers the Cardinals for ESPN. I'm texting everyone and anyone I can to ask, like, how are they going to handle this backfield? What's going to happen in this backfield? Is it going to be Edmonds? Is it going to be Connors? Now, Adam Schefter is reporting that Connor is going to be active. A, a number of people were reporting that Connor was, but you know, Adam Schefter, his word is God. So I'm like, damn, what am I going to like? I, I, and now I'm in a, uh, people are like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I just, I need, I need to make an important decision here. I, I don't know what running back to go with. And there's a, a, a podcast out there with these four guys. And again, I apologize. I should know the name. It's there's something there's something lake or something pond or something I don't know they're they're like the number one sports podcast maybe in like Wisconsin or something like that anyway they were reporting yesterday that James Conner was going to be inactive so this tweet is out there and it's trending and it's getting retweeted I reached out to them on their direct message on Twitter to ask them where they get their information I am dying like. And so, so my friends are like, my friends that are here and, and I, and in the league that this is in, this is my big money league and it's against a, a bunch of firefighters here in Hoboken. And my friends are like, is that legal? Like, are you allowed to, are you allowed to do that? Like, that's not, is that fair? That's not legal. I'm like, what? Listen, they know what I do for a living. They invited me to play in their league. They have to know that I have inside information. Don't have me in your league then. What do you mean? Is it legal? Yes, it's legal. I'm gonna do everything I can to find out the information. And then sure enough, active inactive list comes out and James Conner is inactive. So, I mean, I don't know if anybody out there was in the same position I was where you're like, what do you, what do you do? You know, I don't like to use the word handcuff, but maybe you, you, you know, you had both. You had that, you had James Conner, you supported him with Jace Edmonds. Maybe you had an area on your, on your roster for IR where you were able to stash Chase Edmonds on IR for the last few weeks that he was inactive, but oh man, did that <laughs> Ty? Did that? I, I just because I didn't know what to do. You know, it's it's when when these two cats are in are, are in the game, it's fifty fifty, and you you typically lean towards playing Connor more than Edmonds because he's your TD vulture. Whenever they get into the red zone, Connor comes in. He's the one who really scores all the touchdowns, and so I really didn't know what to do. So thank God he was inactive. Um, and it made made life a lot easier for me and the decision. And of course, I went with Chase Edmonds, 16 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. And then he was 
uh, a big part of the passing game. He had nine targets. He had eight receptions for 71 yards. He put up the most yards of any any receiver. Zach Ertz had 54. Christian Kirk had 78. I mean, had had 48. Seven receptions for 48 yards. So anyway, um, so that was <laughs> that was my night last night. It was pretty stressful. So. In one of my leagues, again, I'm going up against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and I was fortunate enough that James Conner was inactive, that I was able to start Chase Edmonds. He got 100% um, of a a lot of the work in the backfield, and uh, actually 99.9%. Jonathan Ward came in for one carry for three yards. So anyway, uh, but I, I know that if, if there's people out there, you're in my, my situation, there's going to be some tough sledding to do today to win this matchup. So we're, we're here to get you covered. 800-919-3776 is the phone number. Let's go let's take some calls. I know we've got some calls already on board. I know I typically start the show going through the active, inactive lists, players that you need to be in the know about, but I just wanted to share my experience last night with you just to let you know, like, you're not alone in this fantasy football conundrum uh, stressful world, especially when it gets into the playoffs. And especially, let's be honest, you know, I don't I don't ever remember a time since we've been dealing with this this pandemic that COVID has wreaked havoc on our fantasy football rosters like they have the last two weeks. So it's 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 a very stressful time. I know that. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Rick in the Bronx. Rick, you're up. Welcome in. Hey there, Miss Anita. First time, long time. Hi, welcome in. Happy uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and yours. Same to you. Thank you. My question is is uh, about do you have any place kicker rec- recommendations for today? You know, you know, it's funny you say that. I like Santos from the Chicago Bears. I, I, I made, I made a, a nice chunk of change last week with Matt Gay. The, the Seattle Seahawks give up the most yards to opposing offenses, but they have the top three defense in, in, in the red zone. So what does that mean, Rick? It means they let, they let offenses move up and down the field at will, but once they get in the red zone, they keep them out of it as a touchdown. And so teams have to resort to field goal kicking. So, um, so I, I think Santos could be a sneaky good play today. And oh, by the way, Nick Foles is starting. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Nick Foles, dude won a Super Bowl, right? Um, you know, and he's very familiar with Nagy and he's very familiar with that Chicago Bears. Don't be, don't be surprised if the Bears win today, by the way. That's another one for you. So uh, sneaky, sneaky good field goal kicker, um, I think could be Santos just because of the way that uh, the Seattle Seahawks play defense. Let's go to Shelton in Staten Island. Shelton, you're up. Good morning, Anita. Merry Christmas. How are you today? Same, same to you, my friend. Thank you. Good. Wide receiver, DJ Moore or Tyler Johnson from the Bucks? Yeah, DJ Moore is dealing with a hamstring issue. You might not have to make a decision here. Um, he might not be active. So, and, and here's another thing. We really don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Matt Rule came out and said that Sam Darnold will play today. That's another thing. If you're thinking about starting Cam Newton, which I don't think you would against the, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks, but Matt Rule said that we will see Sam Darnold today at some point in time. So what does that mean? Is it going to be, you know, a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of Sam, a little bit of Cam? <laughs> Sam and Cam. Um, so keep an eye, keep an eye on uh, the active-inactive list because, again, uh, DJ Moore is dealing with uh, with with a, with a hamstring issue, um, but if he is active, to me, I rank DJ Moore as a wide receiver two, and I rank Tyler Johnson as a solid flex play. 
because Antonio Brown is back. And of course, Tom will, be, will, will have Gronk. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. Quarterback-wise, Drew Locke will be starting for the Denver Broncos going up against the Raiders. I do not warrant a start there. As I said earlier, Matt Rule saying that we will see Sam Darnold play today for the Carolina Panthers. So I would, you know, if you're considering Cam Newton, I would not. I think it's going to be a little bit of this, a little bit of that with both those dudes. Uh, Heineke back in action for that Washington football team. Justin Fields is out. So is Andy Dalton. Guess what? Nick Foles gets the start for the Chicago Bears today against Seattle. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm a big Nick Foles fan. Um, Lamar Jackson is out, and so is his backup. So what are they going to do? <laughs> this is unbelievable. The Baltimore Ravens are taking on Cincinnati with Josh Johnson. And from what I was reading, I want to say this is his third team he's playing on this season. How about that? So, uh, and, and here's another thing, Ty. Josh Johnson's the only quarterback that made the trip. So if, if Josh Johnson goes down, I want to say Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. I want to say he played quarterback in, in, in uh, high school. Marquise Brown might come in and, and play quarterback. So that's a sad state of affairs in, in regard to uh, what's going on with the Baltimore Ravens. That's for sure. Uh, Taysom Hill is out. Ian Book, their rookie quarterback, uh, is going to get the start uh, today for the Saints. Um, or Monday night for the Saints. Jake Fromm, as we know, is going to get the start for the Giants. Uh, I reported that earlier this week. I filled in for DiPietro and Rothenberg on Friday. Had a feeling that was going to happen. We had Steve Verderosa, former scout of the Giants, on the show with us, and uh, he gave us some insight on Jake Fromm. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I want to see what he can do. We heard some good things about Jake Fromm from Steve Verderosa, who scouted him when he was with the Giants. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, the Detroit Lions are hoping that uh, Jared Goff could play today. He's going to have to have a, a, uh, a negative test when it comes to COVID. I'm not sure. Maybe if he can't go, then they're going to have to go with Tim Boyle or someone. So, you know, so, I mean, that's, that's just... <laughs> Uh, it's it's it really it's, it's it's a complete mess out there that's for sure so uh, those are the quarterbacks that you need to be in the know about uh, in regard in regard to uh, running backs Joe Mixon has been dealing with an ankle issue I know that there was some talk and speculation that he would not play today but everything I'm hearing is that he will and we'll see how he can do against the Ravens um Deontay Swift uh, is uh, DeAndre Swift is expected to be out but there's a there's a chance that Jamal Williams will play for the Detroit Lions. So keep that in mind. If you've got Reynolds, maybe you picked Reynolds up on the waiver wire, you might want to just make sure uh, before game time that uh, that Jamal Williams is inactive before you uh, unleash Reynolds on the world. Here's a tough one for you. Antonio Gibson dealing with a toe. Uh, JD McKissick is out. He's not going to play. I was texting with Bram Weinstein, who is the voice, one of the voices for the Washington football team. And I, I, I was texting with him last night. What, what was his thoughts? And he said, Gibson is really banged up, but they might not have any other choice than to start him. So if you are going to start Gibson, you don't have any other options. Just have little expectation because he's really, really banged up. So, um, so Gibson goes from like an, an RB1 to, a, I'd say, a low-end a low RB2. Leonard Fournette, as we know, he is out. Uh, yes, they did sign Lev Bell, but I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Ronald Jones today in the backfield for 
the Tampa Bay Bucks. Here's what the issue is with Ronald Jones. He's not a good pass protector. And Tom Brady needs the protection back there. So I'm really intrigued to see how this plays out. <clears throat> I do have Ronald Jones in, I want to say I picked him up in maybe two of my seven leagues that I'm still active in. And I am going to play him because I, I, I like the volume <clears throat> Excuse me, that he's going to get. But if he can't help with pass protect, Tom Brady's going to say, get the hell out of here. So keep an eye on that. Dalvin Cook, unfortunately... Um, he's over-delivered for you this season, but unfortunately he is out today because of COVID. What does that mean? Um, Alex Madison is going to get the start, and I think he's going to get a workload. Whenever he fills in for Cook, boy, does he just explode. So this is why a lot of, you know, you hear it all the time, right? You want to lock down that backfield, especially if you've got Cook, especially if you've got, you know, um, McCaffrey. You know, you you want to, you especially... There's a running back that's an RB2 on a team that you know when he comes in, it's like lock and step. They don't miss a beat. Next man up, let's go. He's going to get anywhere between 15 to 20 touches. He's going to be a part of the passing game, and that's Madison. So if you had Madison on your roster, good for you. Congratulations. I think he has a really, really, really big game. Um, Austin Eckler is out because of COVID, so... Uh, Justin Jackson is the guy I, uh, guy that I, I was able to pick up. I'm playing him today as well. Um, I, I know that there's uh, quite a few guys in that backfield, but whenever Eckler is dealing with an issue, it always seems like Justin Jackson is the guy who gets the majority <clears throat> of, uh, of the touches. Not everything. It's not a boatload, but uh, I, I think Justin Jackson could be definitely an RB2, and uh, with the matchup that they have, today could could put up RB1 numbers for you. Uh, Miles Sanders, I know there was some concern this week in regard to him and his health, but apparently with his quad, he's good, he's ready to go, and uh, was a really big part of the Eagles' rushing attack last week. I expect more of the same, more of the same this week. And Stevenson in the backfield for the Patriots, he is out. So keep an eye on what's going on with Damian Harris. He's dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh, hopefully he can be active because if he is and you have him, uh, I do believe that he's going to get the bulk of the carries. And we saw how the Patriots, the, the first time they faced the Buffalo Bills, how committed they were to the run. What was it, Ty? Mac Jones only threw like four passes or something like that? Three, three completed passes. There you go. So, But but how many attempts? I think there was only like four yeah, attempts. Yeah, I think it was three or four. Yeah. So, uh, so if, if uh, Stevenson we know is out, if Harris is active – he can get a monster share of work today. In regard to wide receivers, um, as we said, we had a call earlier talking about asking about DJ Moore. He's dealing with a hamstring issue, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Kansas City has been dealt, unfortunately, the COVID card, so Tyreek Hill has been activated, so he is going to play, but keep an eye on Travis Kelsey. The Kansas City Chiefs are hoping that Travis Kelsey gets a negative test today and can be active um, in that game against the Steelers. So you've got Kelsey. Boy, uh, you're, you're definitely watching the waiver wire, or, or you're watching the active-inactive list. That's for sure. Um, Antonio Brown, as we know, he's back for the Tampa Bay Bucks, and apparently he's looked good in practice this week. Um, you've got Godwin, who's out. Mike Evans is dealing with a hamstring issue. And Tyler Johnson, we have another caller who asked about Tyler Johnson. I think Tyler Johnson could be a sneaky good play because he plays out of the slot. 
and uh, and and Tom Brady does like to uh, lo- love his loves his slot receivers. Uh, Gabrielle Davis and Cole Beasley are out for the Buffalo Bills. Emmanuel Sanders is a sneaky great play today. A sneaky great play. Uh, A.J. Brown, well, that was a game that was played already. Sorry, these are my notes. Adam Thielen, the Minnesota Vikings are hoping that they get Adam Thielen back today, dealing with an ankle issue. From what I understand, he's going to try it out in pregame warm-ups and see how it goes, so fingers crossed that that, that he's active and attractive. For the... um, for the uh, the Chargers, you have uh, both Mike Williams and uh, who is the second and and Guyton. So for the Chargers, you've got Williams and Guyton that are out. Palmer could be a great sneaky play for you, especially in the flex today. Keenan Allen should go off, but Palmer could be a sneaky good play for you um, again because. Beasley and, and Gabriel Davis are out. Daniel Knox, even though the Patriots are good against opposing tight ends, Daniel Knox, I think he gets a bump up in target share. Dan Arnold is back in action for uh, Jacksonville. Keep that in mind. Fryermuth, the tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, is out today because of COVID against Kansas City. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. Round two of your playoffs. Hopefully we get you in the championship and hopefully you win. If not, at least if you finish second, you're still winning some kind of money. Hopefully. If uh, your commissioner <laughs> um, organizes the league properly. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Orlando and Old Bridge. Orlando, good morning. Happy holidays to you and yours. Uh, good morning, Anita. Merry Christmas. Um, I'm actually on my way to MetLife right now to, to see the Jets. Hopefully they give me a win. Um, I have two questions. Well, if, if, if there's... If there's a week to do it, Orlando, it's this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I need it. I need it. I'm a season ticket holder. It's been a little rough this year. but uh, I'm sure. I'm yeah, so sorry. Well, I'm so sorry. That's all right. Uh, for quarterback, should I start Russell Wilson against Chicago or Derek Carr versus Denver? And then my flex. Okay, my well, time out, time, time, out, time out right there. Um I, I, to me, that's that's it's really a toss up. Um, if here here's the thing, if Darren, if, if if Waller is back, if Waller is active, then I, I would I would go I would go Derek Carr. If Waller is inactive, then I would go uh, Russell Wilson. Okay. Already, already. Thank you. Uh, and now since Mike Williams is out, my flex should I do Michael Carter, Odell, or Devontae Smith? Um, hmm. I like Michael Carter today. I like. I think. I think especially oh, yeah. against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you're going to be there in the stadium. You could. You could root. You could root yeah, him on in person. Give me an extra little rooting on. Right. Yeah, I, I like. And yeah, thanks no, for the yeah. phone call, Orlando. Enjoy the game later on this afternoon, uh, and good luck this week. But, um, and and listen, I, I like all those wide receivers you just mentioned, but. I do anticipate Michael Carter to get a real hefty share of, of the load of the carries in that backfield for uh, the Jets and, and the Jaguars, uh, you know, a, a nice matchup for him. Let's go to Carlos. Carlos, welcome in. Uh, happy holidays. How are you? Hi, good morning. Same to you. Thank you. Um, 
so sorry about those quarterbacks quarterbacks in uh, Baltimore. Oh goodness. Oh, I know. How how, how do you handle, handle you, all that? Crazy but with, but, with these, but here's uh, here's here's something that I'm thinking. As you speak. But Carlos, here's something that I'm thinking about. And, and if if anybody out yeah. there has Marquise Brown. If something happens and Josh Johnson goes down, Marquise Brown then steps in as the backup quarterback. And whatever, whatever, you know, yards he throws, touchdowns he throws, whatever the case, you know, that will add to your score as him as a wide receiver. So, it, it, I mean, so a part of me is like, I'm on the fence. A part of me is like, I'm not going to start Marquise Brown. Like, Josh Johnson's the quarterback. He, you know, I'll be lucky if... You know, he gets four receptions and 50 yards, scores a touchdown. Probably not. So part of me is like, oh, I'm not going to start Marquise Brown. But could you you never know, right? Like if he has to come in and quarterback, True. right? True. Yeah. Anyway, I just I, I think it's I think it's an interesting, interesting little nugget to, to, to marinate in. Anyway, what's your second question, Carlos? My second question is uh, with respect to the – obviously, I'm a Jets fan for, for sure, and I'm hurting right now because that Jets team is uh, horrible. I'm hoping they, there's, a, there's a victory coming up for the uh, Jets today, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. And thanks for the call. Ty, you're, you're a huge Jets fan. I'm curious. And, and this is something, again, Matthias Kiwanuka is going to join us in 15 minutes. We're going <clears> to <throat> kick off New York game day. But here's the thing, like – Season's bad as it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like they lose to Jacksonville. Is 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 that is that the ultimate low this season? If they lose to Jacksonville today, or are you just like, you know what? You're washing your hands of it. It is what it is. COVID. Salah's not going to be on the sideline. Um, well, like, well, here's the thing: the the uh, the Jags, as bad as they are, you just mentioned it. The Jets. Now have I believe the numbers up to twenty players in COVID protocol, and Robert Sala. If he doesn't clear it today, we're gonna get the the tight ends coach, you know, Ron Middleton on the sidelines. So there's that. Is that is is that is that the latest? He he's gonna take a test this morning and see if he could get cleared. Yeah. I, I, okay. Because okay. he conducted virtual meetings on Friday. Mm-hmm. That was the latest we got. So today, at, at some point, we'll find out if if he cleared protocol. I think what's important is I know we got to get to a break. Zach Wilson's got to finish the season strong. Uh, you could argue he's been one of the worst starting quarterbacks in all of football this year. You get three games left uh, against the the Jags, the Bucks, and the final game, I believe. Uh, is it against the Bills for the Jets? It's it's the, the yes, it's the Jags today, the Bucks next week, and then you finish mm. the season against mm. the Bills. So you got to have mm-hmm. some momentum for Zach Wilson. He he's got to show you that there are, there are some some signs pointing toward him eventually becoming the quarterback that the Jets envisioned when they took him number two overall. This is the Fantasy Forecast podcast with Anita Marks. Adam Schefter is reporting that both Joe Judge and Daniel Jones will be returning to the Giants next season. So uh, we will dive into that. We'll open up the phone lines. Uh, Giants fans want to chime in on that news from Adam Schefter. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Gary in Jersey. Gary, welcome in. Good morning. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, Anita. How are you doing? I'm great. That's good. All right, so my running back question is uh, Melvin Gordon or Devin Singletary? Here's the thing. It's, it, great, 
great question, great dilemma to have uh, because you've got Javante Williams in the backfield there, so that's a 50-50 split. But with Devin Singletary, uh, the cream has risen to the top, Gary, and like he's 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 now two weeks now he has dominated the touches back there. In fact, Zach Moss has been a healthy scratch, and in order to beat the Patriots, the Bills are not going to be able to be one-dimensional. They're going to have to run the football in order to beat the, the Patriots. Can't be one-dimensional against Bill Belichick and his son. So, I would be, I would believe it or not, I would lead. I'd lead. I'd lean Singletary. Great. That's great advice. Thank you very much. You got it, Gary. Let's go to Eric in Oakland. Eric, you're up. Happy holidays, Anita. Same to you. Oh, another year of Judge and Daniel Jones. What am I going to do? But anyway. <laughs> um, all right. Here's my three quick questions for you. Schultz or Noah Fant? Um, I just don't like Drew Locke. And I, shouldn't, I should okay. rephrase that. I'm not a fan of Drew Locke as a quarterback. So, um, okay. So I would go Schultz and Schultz had a, a really good, really good game. I think I put up like 10, 11, 12 fantasy football points last week. Hopefully he can repeat that. So, yep. I mean, that's that both those dudes are a toss up. Is Cole Komet available? Because again, Nick Foles is starting today he for is. the bears and we, we know how much he loves tight ends. So I think Cole Komet could be available. a sneak. I think Cole Komet could be a sneaky good play. I would I would play Cole Komet over those two dudes. Okay, all right. Um, I picked up Justin Jackson. He was available. Am I Ooh. am I good to lock and load him? What are your other what what, what are your other uh, running backs? Who are you deciding between, and how many spots do you have? Well, he, he he's my flex. I'm already starting Najee Harris, Cordell Patterson. I'm my flex is either going to be Justin Jackson or Hollywood. Oh, I'd go Justin Jackson for sure. Okay. And how nervous should I be about Josh Allen today? Um, I'm starting Matthew Stafford over him. Mm. Okay. Listen, I don't here's 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 the thing, and Eric, thanks for the phone call. For folks out there that do have Josh Johnson, I'm not telling you or Josh Allen, I'm not telling you to bench him. I would never do that, right? But, like, don't expect 300 passing yards and three passing touchdowns. That's not what this game is going to be. This game is going to be very methodical. This game is going to be very low scoring. This is going to be a very slow pace, boring. These are two, these are the, two of the top three defenses in the NFL. You know what the Patriots are going to do, right? They're, it's it's going to be methodical. It's going to be run, play action, run, play action, maybe a scramble or two from Mac Jones, eat up time of possession, keep the Bills off the field. And then when the Bills are on the field, um, you know, I don't I don't think that I don't think their offense is going to be as horrific as they were the first time that they played the Patriots because you know, you don't have those weather conditions as horrible as they were up in Buffalo. But it was still bad. It's it's you know um, this is this is this is a, a tough defense to play against, and Josh Allen is is going to be missing Cole Beasley as well as as Gabriel Davis. Now Emmanuel Sanders is going to be there. Of course, Stephon Diggs is there, but you know the 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 the, the, the formation the, what they they play a lot of eleven personnel, and so. I, I think the loss of Cole Beasley will be huge for them. 
So, you know, okay, so let's just do this. Here's who I would play over Josh Allen. Justin Herbert today against Houston. Jalen Hurts today against the Giants. Matthew Stafford against Minnesota. I'm even borderline Tom Brady because here's the thing. Carolina's Carolina's got a a top 10 defense. They have the number one blitz rate. And Tom Brady's missing, you know, a, a lot of his weapons. I love Joe Burrow today. I would even play Joe Burrow over Josh Allen today. I love I love Joe Burrow against Baltimore. Baltimore, last time they played, Baltimore blitzed 40% of the time, and Joe Burrow passed for over 400 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, ridiculous. So I see a lot of the same, especially it's in Cincinnati. Um, let's go to Gary in Yonkers. Gary, welcome in. Good morning. Uh, excuse me. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Same to you. Be healthy and safe. Okay. Um, okay, I have a couple of questions. <clears throat> I got down to, to flex. I have two really good running backs. I got hurt a little bit with Jonathan Taylor last night, but I also have Alvin Kamara. So I think I'm better off going with a, another running back in my flex. It's between Javante Williams and Ronald Jones, and I keep going back and forth with those two. Yeah, I think I'd go Ronald Jones just because I think he's going to get the bulk of the work. You know, I mean, that that is a toss-up, and, you know, I, I think you can go either way, either way there. But just with the amount of volume that I an- anticipate Ronald Jones to get, as long as he could step up and help with pass protection, because like I said earlier, if he's not helping with pass protection back there for Tom Brady, Tom Brady's going to be ticked off. Um, so that, that's my only concern, but yeah, I, I would go Ronald Jones in your flex. So, um, all right, let's end on this. And, and just to give you a few players uh, that, uh, that I have highlighted that not only would I, uh, you know, love to use in a flex play for my leagues, but also these are some of the guys that I'm going to be using in DFS today. Like I said, quarterbacks, I love Justin Herbert against Houston, Jalen Hurts against the Giants, Matthew Stafford against Minnesota. I love Joe Burrow against Baltimore. I'm going to be using a lot of him today. Running backs, David Montgomery. Again, listen, I'm not sitting here telling you that Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. I'm just talking about the offense that I believe Nagy likes to play and will play with Foles. Um, and I think it, it, it's going to incorporate a lot of David Montgomery today. Um, and like I said, Seattle, worst defense in regards to allowing teams to just uh, move up and down the field at will. Uh, very few touchdowns allowed. But, uh, but I, I think David Montgomery is going to get a lot of work today. Ronald Jones, we just talked about. Uh, James Robinson against the Jets. Harris against Kansas City. Miles Sanders against the Giants. Sony Michelle seems to be like the back that uh, McVay likes. Uh, against Minnesota, Michael Carter against Jacksonville. One of my favorite plays is Clyde Edwards-Alaire against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're just god-awful against the run this season. And uh, and again, with Eckler out, I love me some Justin Jackson against Houston today as well, especially he's utilized in the passing game. And you've got Mike Williams and uh, and Guyton who are out. So I, I think, I think it could, Justin Jackson could be in for a big day, especially if you're in a PPR. Wide receivers, uh, Keenan Allen, obviously. Uh, T. Higgins, as well as Jamar Chase, love both those guys. Cordell Patterson against Detroit. Hunter Renfro, especially if no Darren Waller. Hunter Renfro, I know off week last week, I think he should go up back up to double-digit targets against Denver. Devontae Parker against uh, the Saints, as well as hopefully Waddle can pass the uh, the COVID test and he can be active as well. 
Um, Laquan Treadwell, I've been talking about him for weeks now. I told you he's now the number one uh, targeted guy for Trevor Lawrence. And so um, I think he can have a big day against the Jets. Devontae Smith against the Giants. Van Jefferson, sneaky good play against Minnesota. And last but not least, Josh Palmer, wide receiver for the Chargers against Houston. Again, with um, Williams and Guyton out, the ball has to go somewhere. So I think uh, Palmer could be a sneaky good uh, flex play as well as uh, not a lot of money in DFS. And last but not least, in regard to uh, tight ends, love me some Dallas Goddard. Boy, is he getting a ton of targets from her, from uh, Jalen Hurts now that Zach Ertz is, is, is out of the picture. I think Daniel Knox, even though the Patriots are good against opposing tight ends, I think Knox gets a lot of volume today with the uh, the two guys, Davis and Beasley, are out for uh, for Josh Allen in Buffalo. Kyle Pitts, hopefully I've got him on my big money league. Hopefully he's got a big game against Detroit at home in Atlanta. And like I said, I think Cole Komet could be a sneaky good play with the fact that Nick Foles is going to be starting for the Bears today. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks.